Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we uh, make our way uh, in, in reading through the Bible in a year. We have made our way into the Old Testament book of Daniel. We're going to look at chapters 5, 6, and 7, and 8 today. And so uh, uh, a lot of material and a lot of information in those chapters, and certainly uh, uh, out of all things that we could read in the Bible, prophetic literature seems to be the most uh, complicated and, and even confounding. And so um, uh, certainly given the nature of what we're doing uh, with these devotions and uh, trying to read through our Bible, uh, we can't say everything that might uh, could be said about these texts, uh, but hopefully uh, you'll get enough to uh, understand how the text fits within the larger framework of Scripture, how it advances the narrative all the way from uh, the creation, uh, the garden, the fall, all the way to the consummation uh, in the New Jerusalem. And so uh, here in the book of Daniel, we, we find uh, Daniel uh, is a deportee, a part of the captivity uh, in Babylon that was undertaken by Nebuchadnezzar as he destroyed uh, Jerusalem. And, uh, but he has found favor. And even the, uh, the pagans of the ancient world uh, could not help but be uh, uh, somewhat amazed and impressed uh, by the faith of, of these Old Testament saints, of these Old Covenant uh, Jews. And so uh, Daniel is prominent. Uh, within the uh, the king's uh, ruling uh, court or ruling chambers. And so as we come to chapter 5, uh, a great deal of time has, has passed, it seems, uh, from uh, Daniel's youth. And there's this great uh, feast that's going on and just great debauchery and uh, abuse of the things that uh, have been uh, confiscated from the temple in Jerusalem. And there's this message that appears on the wall or handwriting that appears on the wall. This hand is writing and it, it is the, the prophecy that this kingdom of Babylon is about to come to an end. And indeed it does on that very night at the hand of uh, Darius uh, the Mede. And so uh, as we go to chapter 6, we see the story of, again, Daniel's faithfulness, his, his refusal uh, to, to give in to the king's decree related uh, to idolatry, and he's put into the, the lion's den, and God delivers him from there. Um, then uh, we see uh, prophetic visions in chapters 7 and 8 uh, having to do uh, with uh, the future, uh, the, uh, the raising up of kingdoms that shall uh, succeed even the Persian kingdom that succeeded the Babylonian kingdom and uh, shall, uh, it seems like we, we see a, a very vivid picture of the one that we remember as Alexander the Great that uh, uh, so quickly uh, dominated the ancient world. Our, our focus is in chapter 7, in verse, uh, beginning in verse 9. And here we see this, this vision uh, that uh, is given to, to Daniel in the midst of all this turmoil that's taking part in the course of his life. Uh, things that are being uh, revealed to him about the future that uh, are confusing and, and, and disturbing. And in the midst of this, we, we see what I think is, is somewhat of a, a word of, of comfort about 
who ultimately is going to rule and reign. And as we've said a number of times before, the kingdoms of this earth will come and go. They will rise and fall. And it's all according to God's timetable and God's plan. And all of it will be ultimately uh, eradicated, destroyed, superseded uh, by this ultimate kingdom of Christ himself. Now that is not to say that Christ is not ruling and reigning even as we sit here today. He is. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. But there uh, will be an ultimate perfection and finalization, a consummation of his kingdom that we look forward to. And so uh, this is looking forward to that, uh, that great day. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came from before him. A th thousands and thousands served him, and 10,000 times 10,000 uh, stood before him. And the court sat in judgment, and the books were open. And I looked then because of the great sound of the great words that the horn was speaking. And I looked, and the beast was killed, and the body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beast, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. And I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man. He, was, he came to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory in the kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall never pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. And so that is a profound word of comfort. The Son of Man is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, the Ancient of Days, our Heavenly Father. And it is the uh, certain promise that this Son of Man, uh, as Jesus often referred to him, that seemed to be uh, a, a title that he was fond of in speaking of himself, that indeed uh, he is ruling and reigning and that reign uh, will accomplish its particular purpose. We can argue about some time frames and things like that, but make no mistake about it, uh, that our crucified and resurrected Savior is the Son of Man, and He is now ruling and reigning, and He will accomplish His purpose upon this world, that uh, the kingdoms of this world will rise and fall, but His has been established, and it will be here, and it will be perfected all the way until uh, the day of His return, and we shall enter into that perfect and final estate uh, to be with Him uh, forever. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.